Hey everyone, it's Nelly here. How are you doing? Oh, today's a special episode. It is a raucous. We are joined today by comedian Bev Killick. I can't tell you how much fun Bev and I had. Like, it is just such a fun episode. I laughed so much. I cried. All the things. She is just so hilarious. Look, a slight warning. I mean, if you listen to Dear Nelly, you know that we like it a little bit filthy and we like a swear. But Bev, she is a loose unit. And I say that in the most loving way because I absolutely adore her. Um, but yeah, she's filthy. And I love that. And I think you're going to enjoy it too. She even sings for us. Well, let's just say a filthy ditty. Um, yes, you're really going to enjoy this episode. So Bev and I talk about her first marriage. She got married after one date and that story is a wild. Um, she's remarried now. We'll probably get into that in sloppy seconds. We took a beautiful uh, listener call on getting back into dating and having the confidence to do so in your 40s and it being a triumph. Um, we did the memes, we did the he's a 10, but but look, I think the thing that will resonate most with uh, you is that Bev is just so funny. Like this episode is absolutely joyful. And uh, to be honest, like Bev at times, I've known her a long time and at times in the comedy scene, she's got a bit of a shit for being filthy. Um, but I tell you what, she's not doing anything that a range of male comedians haven't done. And I just think she's hilarious. So I hope you have a good laugh today. Uh, and we go deep in a couple of places as well. Now, as always, I will ask you, if you don't mind, to continue to support this podcast. Obviously, subscribe in the feed that you're listening in. If you'd consider signing up to Dear Nelly Plus for five bucks a month, that would help me enormously. It helps me pay all the people involved in the podcast, but also you get an extra episode every month, which hopefully you will enjoy. Um, you can also rate and review and you can tell your friends and do all those things. Now, this episode was recorded in the council area known as Maribyrnong in Melbourne. I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung and Boonwurrung peoples of the Kulin Nation and pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. As always, this is a sex, dating and relationships podcast for adults. If you don't like swearing, I tell you what, this episode in particular is really going to give you the shit. So off your fuck. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Dear Nelly. I could use some advice, dear Nelly. Yeah, some help would be nice, dear Nelly. I'm eager to hear your point of view, dear Nelly. There's a lot to explore, dear Nelly. When you're 40 or more, dear Nelly. So I'm hoping we can talk it through. Too late to 
Are you ready, Bev Killick? Uh, I am. Is that the... <coughs> am I rasping up? <coughs> Hold on, I'll just have another... I'll just have another vape, love. That beautiful voice. I'm giving up smoking, can you tell? <coughs> oh, fuck, I'm on. Look, I wouldn't say this is the normal start to the podcast, but... <laughs> But I'm here for it. Welcome to Dear Nelly Sex Relationships and Dating from the Other Side of 40. We Mm. are joined today by... Way on the other side of 40. Way. The incomparable. (laughs) The stellar, the slightly um, lung-challenged. Yes. Bev Killick. And and also lungs (laughs) challenged. I've got the... I've got side boobs now. You've got tits for days. I do. They, 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 they've helped my real estate. <laughs> <laughs> I can't complain. So I, of course, I know you as a stand-up, but yeah. you've done many, many other things. So how do you introduce yourself? Like if someone says, what do you oh. do? Uh, I, do? I say comedian slash yeah. actor. Yes. Yeah, voiceover. Yeah. Uh, Lots yeah. of voiceover. I reckon yeah. a lot of people listening will recognise you from Hi. your voice. <laughs> I call me. It's good to have a backup plan. <laughs> <laughs> but I reckon a lot of people in recent years, they will know you from the fabulous Mars Bar ad. Yes, they do. So describe the ad to us because I think people listening will go, oh. <laughs> well, <clears throat> it's um, very left of centre, very yes. edgy actually. Yes. Um, it's basically uh, – a mum who's trying to help out her son yep. in his art class, save yes. a bit of money on the life modelling, <laughs> and she rocks up and she's the life model. Yes. So she disrobes, pulls a robe off yep. and is standing there starkers. Yeah. And the son peeps up over his um, canvas and goes, oh, oh hi, mum. Yeah. And I go, oh, hi, sweetie. <laughs> but do you know what's delightful about it? And let's be clear, you're hot as fuck. Oh, what? But you're a middle-aged woman, you're not size 10, you haven't had work done, like you look like a normal middle-aged woman and to see that on TV in a context of nudity is actually rare. Yeah. Like I love it. I mean, in the Middle Ages it wouldn't have been. No, correct. Correct. Um, Yes, I am Rubenesque. Yeah. I like to call it. (laughs) Voluptuous. Um, Voluptuous. (laughs) And... um, I don't mind my body now. I'm just yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. I'm a nudie. I'm yes. a nudist, a yes. naturist. You're a bloody hornbag. Uh, That's the truth. <laughs> like, for those of you who don't know Bev, like, I I don't know, would be 20 years we've known each other now. Probably more. Probably yeah. more even. Yeah. And one of the things I love about you, many things, but, you know, being having that working class background, I immediately resonated because you're filthy. Yeah. You know, and you love a fart joke and you'll do dick yeah. jokes and you'll get your tits out and you'll da-da-da. And that's the kind of humour I grew up around. Exactly. You know? I mean, my mum got her tits out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. Oh, who, my God. I love Who your, can blame me? Your cauliflower joke. Oh, your cauliflower. My mum loves that. She goes, that's me. That's me. She, she'll put her hand up in the crowd and go, that's me. Hello, everyone. So just for context, you talk about your mum in a G-string. Yeah. 
And my, mum's, asked, my mum's a bit of a girl. I mean, she's yeah. not as much now. She's been married four times. Yeah. Um, she used to party with me all the time. Yeah, yeah. And she's a bit of a fag hag as well. So yeah. we were always partying. And she was always one-upping me. Yeah. She actually looked slimmer. Yeah. And much and better looking than me ever. Yeah. So all the gay boys were all over her. Loved her. And yeah. one time she goes, oh, I'm, I'm wearing a G-string. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> A little bit of um, <laughs> and so I mean the um bit of sick in my mouth. So yeah, so what I put in my stand up is, uh, it looked like a cauliflower with a piece of string wrapped around yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see these guys just going, oh no, <laughs> Where, where's the you know where's the exits? But also simultaneously we're all going, I don't want to see mum in a g string. No, you, you don't. Know, like no way. How old are you now? I'm 55. You're 55. Okay, so you've been like take me back to little Bev. Yeah, we'll go. We'll start here now. You've been in a long term relationship for how long? Uh, 23 years. So, yeah, so yeah. long, long term. Yes, but your second marriage. My second marriage. Yeah. So take me back to little Bev. Let's say you'd 14, 15, 16. Mm. Are you dating? Oh no, I'm getting fingered down the re- <laughs> da- down the rear. I thought you were going to say the woodshed. Or uh, <laughs> it's my favourite places. And uh, that's not dating? The we are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm from Townsville. That's dating. Um. <laughs> so were you sexually active quite early then? Yes, but not uh, not in a nice kind of romantic no. way. No. 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 So what was going on? Was it that like culturally? I'm, I'm talking... I was born in 1967 in yeah. Townsville. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And where the girls were really in charge. Yeah, right. It was nuts. Like access. As in? It was currency. Yeah. As in access to my snatch. Yeah. And you, it's like if you want to finger me or pash <laughs> me or whatever, you buy me a fucking Lamb- flaming Lamborghini. <laughs> I love that they're the, the two options. <laughs> <laughs> you can pass a dash or just a quick fingering. Pass the a dash. <laughs> oh, babe, you're the best. But yeah, at the pool was very sexy. Oh, I don't know what? Well, under what the bathers about, about the pool. Yeah, well, because you got no, no your togs, mate. Your fucking togs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is high school. This is high school. Yeah. And did you have a boyfriend? No. Or, no, it was just no. a series of fingering. Just a series of fingering. <laughs> but I, I was very attracted to Aboriginal boys. Really? Yeah. Well, in Townsville, there yeah. would have been a lot around. Aboriginal, yeah. Torres Strait Islanders. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Yeah, but but they were really cute and sweet. Yeah. They weren't naughty. Yes. You know, my next door neighbours were assholes. Right. Loads of, <laughs> loads of boys. I'd be like in my bedroom and they'd be across the way because we were yeah. in high, high um, set houses. They'd be, have their dicks out. Oh, yeah. At the window. I remember my first exposure to anything sexual was the two boys who lived next door. Yeah. They were a bit older and we were in, you know, commission housing. They were in commission housing next door and they'd come over and they wanted to do spin the bottle. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm it. like, what is what touch is, me balls, touch, touch me balls, what spin the bottle man. <laughs> <laughs> and they used to have this quote, these boys. This is how bad they were, right? Yeah. For, the four F's. Yeah. Oh god. Right. One of them fingering. Yeah. Finger them. Jesus. Fuck them. Oh my. Forget god. them. Oh my god. Oh, I know. 
Are yeah. you serious? I am deadly serious. And what what did little Bev think of that? You, I, I was a feminist very early. Yeah, I was just like, excuse me. Yeah, here's another f word: feminism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Wow. Or uh, flange. <laughs> <laughs> or fire. <laughs> I swear, I reckon you are the female version of Harley Brain. Like I had, oh, I had Harley. Harley on. and I are great mates. And we we're talking about when <clears> we were doing sex ed shows together. I had to. I just texted him. And I'm like, "What's all the words for vagina?" Because yeah. I'm trying to write vag jokes. <laughs> and he talked about like steam coming off his keyboard, like oh. <laughs> just like reels <laughs> off. I should have texted you in retrospect. Should do a rap. So you end up getting married quite young, though. Yes, I did. Twenty three. Twenty three. And how long did that marriage last? Six years. So twenty three to twenty nine. Was it a good marriage? Um, it was very spontaneous. I was already with someone when I met him. Okay. And uh, we used to go to this place at the Sydney Hotel. I helped put it together, and it was called Citizen Circus. Oh. This night, and yeah. it was just like an open mic. Yeah, anything comes. Like it a was cra- night. It was fucking crazy. Yeah, love it. Um, there was one guy that used to make a cake in his pants. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's very on brand. Yeah, I mean, for those listening who listen regularly, you'll know this shorthand. Bev is a loose unit. Yeah, right. You love crazy folk. Crazy folk in the in the best possible way. That's it. And you had to be actually. A bit cray to get on there. Yeah. So he was in a band called Plank, <laughs> not just a piece of wood. That was their tagline. Plank, not just a piece you of know wood. What? I'll pay that. Yeah. I reckon that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. So he was Simon Plank, and he was the the lead singer. Yeah. Um. So if you can imagine, and he's English, like yeah. proper English. Oh, right? hot. Yeah. Yeah. Proper fucking yeah. South London fucking yeah. accent going on, right? Yeah. And lead singers. Yeah, they lead always singer. get the So girls. he had a mop of blonde hair, yeah. this big long fringe, right? No shirt on. Yeah. Really quite yummy. Yeah. Chest, yeah. right? And he had a tattoo of a, a American Indian fucking tattoo, so yeah. so uh, symbol, right? Yeah. And he had breeches on, uh, what do you call them? What do you call those? Yeah, suspenders. Suspenders, right? Yeah. And these um, jeans, bother boots. Yeah, great. Bother boots on, right? Great. Like his docks on, right? And he's singing and he's dancing as well, like lovely yeah. jubbly. And I'm just like, fuck me, this guy's hot. Yeah, that's cute. Right? Yeah. And then I get up to sing and what I do is, what I used to do is I get, people would have to write the lyrics, yeah. the crowd, and then it would be uh, any kind of style I would sing it. Right? Yeah. So I got up and I sang like this blues version of some song yeah and it was this real you know and it was all for him right love so because he, he was watching and um so you're like peacocking i'm peacocking yeah. right anyway my boyfriend at the time was supposed to come and we were going to have an e yeah. together right <laughs> anyway and i was just this is fucking. I repeat, you know, Lucy in it. Late eighties, you know, yeah. fucking <laughs> Melbourneese, you know, everyone was on it. Disco biscuits. Anyway, he didn't. He was running really fucking late, right? And I just made this spontaneous decision. Yeah, too bad. You know. Yeah, you snooze. I just lose. went. I just don't know if I want to share it with him. You yeah. Know? <laughs> um. So I went up to Simon and I yeah. said, um, I don't know what you're doing for the next few hours, but I've got. I've got some ease if you want yeah. to have one with me. He goes, oh, yeah. 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 Right? So we've popped them. Yeah. And at it's the on. club. 
this Tim rocks up. I'm eating off my yeah. face. Yeah. And I just went, sorry. Yeah. Like that. With the lead singer. With And off I went. So we walked back to my place. Yeah. And we were being dolphins on the way and everything. <laughs> like this, the whole bit, right? Get back to my place. It's on. Yeah. Right? Like Donkey Kong. Like on. I've locked the door so that my boyfriend can't get in. <laughs> like snibbed it and fucking. Jeez. Yeah, I know. Shocking. <laughs> you know what though? Yes. But like early, also early 20s. 20. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah anyway, yeah. so I've woken up the next morning and I, and I just went, you are Gorgeous. Yeah. I, I think that he was still in my system. Yeah, you think? And I just went, <laughs> I, I fucking love you. Yeah. And he just went, I fucking love you too. Oh, my God. I fucking love you. And he said, do you want to get married? Must have been a good route, Beth. You, I know. And I said. And he, he didn't say you want to get married. Do you want to get married? That's and, just, and he was with someone as well. Stop it. And I just went, fuck yes. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, and went how long until you got married? Four weeks later, we no. were going we to gonna try and get married that day. No, so we got out the the um, yellow pages. Oh my! What are you, bloody Brad and Angelina? Like I know we we were so daft. We thought we could get, just get married whenever we want, <laughs> right? So we got out the yellow pages. We've looked up um, marriage celebrants, right? And we've rung this woman. She goes, "Oh, darlings, that's so sweet, but." Um, you have to wait a month and a day. Oh. So we just went, okay, well, what's a month and a day from now? And wow. she said, it's the 11th of August. And I said, well, book us in. Oh, my God. That's when we're getting married. So you get, okay, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so you get married, but you stay married for six years. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a long-term relationship. Yeah. Was it a good relationship? It was great for a couple of years. For a couple of years, okay. Yeah, it really so was. So it was hot for a couple of years. It was hot. It was crazy. Yeah. We were fucking nuts together. Yeah, exciting. It, really exciting. I've Very got passionate. train spotting vibes. Oh man, just we were yeah. we were absolutely nuts. We we were party animals. Yeah, we went to Confest, nude festivals. Yeah, Dorf's <laughs> fucking. He was in plank. Did you know, that, and I mean and, this one seriously. Did that because for me, and this is personality and anxiety related. For me, that would be. Really unsettling but exciting. Were yeah. you unsettled? I was when Abel arrived because he arrived yeah. um, a year later. So you meet a guy and a year later you've got a son with him? Yeah, at 24. Holy shit. So we, we were married August the 11th, 1990. Yeah. Um, and we had Abel 91. And was Abel planned? Yes, very much so. So he wanted kids? Yeah, yeah. Yep, so you both want okay, this we is just mad interesting it. on we so many levels. But we got stuck in New Zealand because he'd overstayed his <laughs> he, his visa wasn't correct. I was right? going to say, there's a passport, there's a drug issue, Mate, something's it happened. it was all <laughs> fucked. This right? is, I can't tell you how elevated my anxiety is right now. We ended up living in a caravan in someone's backyard. Yeah, with a baby. No, no, I, I ended up having Abel here. Wow. Yeah, and our midwife, Jenny Teskey, <laughs> the Teskey, you know, the, yes, you've heard of the Teskey yes, brothers? Yes. Yeah, their mum. Oh, wow. The Teskey brothers' mum. This Jenny. is, how have you not written a book? I oh, know, I should have, hey. No, sh- the, this is I the know, next thing crazy. on your agenda. It's crazy. So get me to the bit, depressing bit. Why did oh, it go wrong? He's uh, alcoholic. 
Mm. And I didn't realise that I was, uh, wasn't was alcoholic <clears throat> until I had a baby. I just So was you were also an alcoholic? No. No, no I wasn't. You didn't realise he was. No, I didn't realise just the yeah. extent of the drinking because I was drinking with him. And when you're partying and, I mean, not even – I mean, as a comedian that's a real risk, I reckon, because yeah. you're just around booze all the time Yeah, and whatever else, but – also just at that age. But I wasn't a comedian then. It, but it feels normal, yeah. right? Plus we were just always fucking broke, Nelly. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. stand it. Yeah. I couldn't stand it. I, I was always earning money because mm. I'd get tips and mm. I was just always, you know, mm. really good earner, mm. you know, and um, you, he you, wasn't. You know how to grind. Yeah. Yeah, you know how to and grind. And I know, I know how yeah. to barter. I know how to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really but when when and I was, he was just drinking it, yeah. Plus, I think I might have had a bit, bit of um, postnatal depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just he was a good dad though. Yeah, he was a really great dad. Yeah, he was really like so. I had so much time for him, mm. Abel. You know, mm, mm. and really good fun. Mm. But um, I just fun wasn't enough for me in the end. Oh look, I mean, a kid will sort the weight from the shaft, right? Like yeah. there'll be. That's a real reckoning. I'd open up the fridge and be like, what the fuck am I going to make for dinner? Yeah. I was so broke. Yeah. It was nah. actually really embarrassing. Yeah. And it's actually really, there's a real, like if you've never been without money, I don't think you understand the shame that comes oh, with man. that. And like I had, so, I had so many friends. Yeah. And they would, if they wanted me to come to something, they'd have to pay for it. Or yeah. I just couldn't come. Yeah. You know, I'd walk everywhere. And then day after day, everywhere. every time you can't afford the bus fare or petrol or whatever, yeah. you're reminded. That's it. I'm failing, all and of that was stuff. not even a – no way could I get on a plane. No. It was Greyhound bus. No. You know? And, and was he, then I'd have to save for it. Did he know that he was an alcoholic? Uh, yeah. He yeah. did, but he just couldn't stop, wouldn't well, both stop. his parents were. Yeah. And his sister. Yeah. One of his sisters. Yeah. And I – didn't really pick that up because when I went to England to meet them all and whatever, um, they were really mad drinkers. Mm. And, I mean, a couple of times it pissed me off mm. because I'd have to look after the baby, you know. Of course. <clears throat> but I didn't re- it didn't really sink in for a while. Mm. And then it was just like, oh, fuck, mm. you know. And then because I had a postnatal depression and plus I had cervical cancer mm. that I had to have mm. – um, looked at and had to have the what do you call it, the laser and whatever. Yeah, and I I just didn't feel very sexual at all, and I think mm. that really disrupted him. Yeah. Anyway, he had an affair, right, with someone who I thought was a lesbian. Oh, who was going to move into our <laughs> oh, our, our house? She was going to move into our house. So you've got as post, a flatmate. You've got postnatal depression. Yeah. You so with an alcoholic. Cancer. You've got Al- cancer, alcoholic, and I'm broke. And. Yeah. A quote unquote lesbian steals your man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. How do you not write a country song about oh, that, babe? Are they she still together? Stole my man. <laughs> Katie Lang stole I my she man. She was a lesbian. <laughs> I thought she liked pussy. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I know. So when that I marriage. Ended up, um, I ended up punching her though. Did you? Yeah, I really laid into her. Wow. Yeah. Are they terrible. still together? Oh, God, no. No. No, that was just a root. So when the marriage ended, do you remember, like, how did you feel? There's lots of people listening who are going through that Yeah. now. I basically, 
this is where this is really interesting. This mm. this could be in the book. Yeah. I was invited, this was during comedy festival, very mm. early comedy festival, mm. to go down to the last laugh on Smith yep. Street, remember? Yep. yep. And bring some mates yep. for, for someone's show. Didn't yep. even really know them. I think it was an English um um, you know, when they put a like a, a showcase. line up. Yeah. 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 I got twenty mates together. Yeah. And went down there. And we had a fucking ball and yeah. I had a light bulb moment. I wasn't yeah. a stand-up, you know, yeah. at all. And I just had this light bulb moment and went, oh, my God, mm. this is this is something I could do. Yeah. And I had such a great time. Yeah. And I didn't, didn't really drink that night. Anyway, I got home and all I wanted to do was tell Simon yeah. that I discovered this thing. thing about me. Yeah. And he was sitting there with one of our housemates, an English geezer who was lobbing. Yeah. Um, and they'd drunk a whole bottle of scotch and they mm. were off their fucking dials. Yeah, so he couldn't meet you where you were. No. And, and I sat there and I was just so glum. Yeah. And I was just sitting opposite him and he got pissed off with me because I didn't say anything. Mm. But there was just this look of mm. in my eyes, I think, you know. I can see it. So there's two things that stand out for me. One is for people going through divorce and separation or a big life change – doesn't have to be stand up. Not everyone's going to get into stand up, no. but find a thing. Yeah, like find a thing that, like, I mean, I hate that phrase sparks joy, but you know what I mean. Yeah, totally. It could be fucking hiking. Like, exactly. I, it doesn't matter what it, it could be. Cake decorating, absolutely it could be anything. But a thing that's nothing to do with your ex. That's it. You know, that's your new thing, that's and right. just really revel in that. Like mine is hoarding. Yes, th- things are <laughs> things are going bad. <laughs> Or if they're, if it's my fucking hobby and I love it. Yeah, you trinkets and oh, you're buying stuff. But the other part of it is that if you're listening now, for what it doesn't have to be alcoholism, if your partner can't meet you where you That's are. That's right. Like if you go to your partner and you go, I want to share this thing with you, it could yeah. be sadness. It could be an achievement. And That's they it. can't do that. That's it. This what's is the fucking point? What's the point? Otherwise they're just a dick on the end of a Meat. Yeah, what's like, but <laughs> you also, might as well fuck a steak and it wears you down. Oh, god, yeah, you know, because that little Bev is sitting there and she's still That's little it. at that point going, I'm so excited. Oh, and then I just started, feel, I, I was just like, I didn't sign up for this. No, this is not where my life should be. No, anyway, you deserve he, better. He he threw an ashtray at me. Oh, wow, yeah, I think it was just out of you know, rage. An alcoholic rage. Wow, no. Um, and he threw an ashtray at me and mm. get this, it hit my wedding ring and my oh, engagement wow. ring. Oh. Yeah. And you love a sign. And I was bleeding. Wow. It, I was bleeding because it hit my my fingers so, so hard. And it wow. snapped my engagement ring. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was this big, heavy ashtray. Yeah, well, that's abuse. Yeah. So is that the point at which you went, I'm going? No. So when did that come? <clears throat> and I have no judgment about that, by the way, yeah. for people listening. Well, a lot of my friends at, at the time, um, and some of them are amazing actors, older women, were just going, Bev, get out. you can't go back. You can't yeah. go back. And I just went, you know, and he was so fucking sorry. Mm. I just went, okay, I'm going to give you another chance. Yeah. But if you fuck up again. Mm. Anyway. And you weren't ready. No. Anyway, he'd had – this is how it ended. Um, <laughs> I'm working at the Galleon. 
mm. right? I, I could feel that he was having he was having an affair. I could just mm. fucking feel mm. it, right? Anyway, um, I'm working away, making coffee, right? And Antoinette, this is the woman that he was having an affair with, my mm. lesbian mate that <laughs> I wanted to move in with me, us, right? Um, she's walked in because she knows that I'm working. Yeah. And I went, Antoinette. I haven't heard from me. What's going on? Mm. And she goes, um, I just, I won't be able to move in with you. And I just looked at it, called me psychic. I don't know. I mean, yeah. how the fuck did I know this? Yeah. I went, you're fucking Simon. Yeah. And she went, yes, I am. Unless she told you. I mean, I'll give her that much. Yes, Jesus. I am. Jesus. Right? And I was like, get the fuck, fuck out, out of here. Right? Yeah. Anyway, I was... I was a screaming mess. Yeah, and the galleon said, "Bev, you need to you need to go." Yeah, right. So I've rung Simon. Yeah, and I didn't say anything. Mm. And I said, "Can you come and get me, please?" Mm. And walk me home. Mm. It wasn't far. Anyway, Vivian, who owned a secondhand shop, mm. the bitch is back. <laughs> She'd given me all these things, right? And I had this um, vintage uh, fire helmet. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like like the proper fucking fire helmet, right? I can see anyway, where this is going. So Simon's walked in, yeah. right? And I'm going, see you guys. And I've just yeah. put on an act, right? Yeah. We've walked out of the galleon, yeah. right? All the way up Ackland Street. It wasn't a mall at this stage. Yeah. I said, so how long have you been fucking Antoinette for? And he goes, but, 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 but. Well, I said, don't you fucking lie to yeah. me. I know. And he goes, yeah. how did you know? And I said, ah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. How do I know? I just asked her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, what makes men think that they can just get away with it? Yeah. Or that when well, you find out it's going to be okay? Because people do. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so we're sitting in the courtyard and I just went, I'm going to do this the, the way that Malaysians do it. Right. Okay? So are you ready, Simon? He goes, yeah, all right. <laughs> I just went, I divorce you, I divorce you, I divorce you. <laughs> Now get out of my house. Wow. And that's how the way Malaysians do it. They say, right. I divorced you three times. Three times. And you have to leave the house. He goes, I can't leave. I've got nowhere to go. And I went, well, too fucking bad. Yeah, bye. Anyway, so um, he slept in the garage. Wow. I didn't give him a blanket. I didn't give him anything. Yeah, just, just off you go. Sleep oh, in the wow. garage. I didn't give a fuck. And so you're 29 at this point? Yeah. Something like that. Are you? Do you still know him? Now, yeah, yeah. we're friends now. Yeah, because you have a son in yeah, common, right? I mean, things were a bit skewy for a while because he oh, yeah. didn't stop drinking. So I was going to say, totally off the booze now. How yeah. long did it take you to? Because that's a whole lot of tumultuous oh, my drama. God. At what point did you become friendly or friends again? Probably not for another four or five years. So again, for listeners, just take that in. Yeah. Right, if you're six months down the track, a year down, even eighteen months, whatever it is, yeah. and things are still like that, doesn't mean they always will be. No, like no. I've heard this story. And we've so gone camping times. together. Yeah. Well, I mean, Tony, we all know each other. We all yeah. hang out. Well, you know. Yeah. And because our Tony, my baby. Yeah. Pepper. So Tony's your new husband. Yes. Jenny Teske was also. The same midwife. midwife. Yes. So we know the Teskies are are people that we've got in common. All connected. It's our common ground. Yeah. And Simon and Rob Teske are really great mates. And I have to know, because I know listeners will want to know as well, when and how did Simon stop drinking? Probably about 10 years ago. And what what brought him to that point, do you know? I think it was his new 
new partner. They've been yeah. together for years now. Yeah. Um, he's been married three three times. Yeah. He's, well, his third is partner. They're not yeah. fully – they're not married. Yeah. yeah. Like de facto. Yeah. So he's got six kids. So he grew up eventually he grew up. and he faced it. And he's got his own business. Yeah. You know, he lives in Bendigo. They've got a great house. You I'm know. actually – I think it's really nice to hear that story because look, that story doesn't always end like that. Look, he's <laughs> – He's still a bit shit with money, but that's not my problem. You know? No, that's right. Um, and I, he was shit with money for the second wife and, yeah. and, and, and you know, and it's like, you know. Yeah. You're I, not going to com- be a completely new person, but it's also nice to hear, you know, for, I don't know, when we talk about addiction, the story we hear is not usually that one. No. And it's not always going to be that one. Often it's going to be that they actually drink themselves to death. Or whatever. That's right. You know. But, but I went to Al-Anon. I did all the right things. And my yeah. mother and a lot of my uh, mother's friends and my very close girlfriends who I'm still close with, they all just really came, swooped in and helped. They were amazing. Isn't they that were beautiful? amazing. <clears throat> and we, we basically got rid of all his stuff. Your coven stepped in. Yes. And took care of shit. They absolutely did. Because you need that at that, especially at that age under those circumstances. You, you are not in your right mind. You're not. And you got a baby and all the rest. And I was losing my mind. I bet. I couldn't work yeah. because I couldn't rely on him to look after Abel. Yeah. Um, he'd turn up and I could see him stash a bottle, Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and I'd go, no, nope, sorry, you're not taking him. No. But, B, I really want to see my son. I went, yeah. you're not seeing no. him. No. I don't want you to see him. It's not safe. You're not. You're drunk, Simon. Yeah, it's no, not safe. You can't have him. Yeah. So I, it was just, you know, I, I couldn't work. And addiction really does make people manipulative. Absolutely. You know, and there is stuff being hidden and lies That's being right. told and you're allowed to draw a line and go, I'm not doing that shit. That's it. And I'm not having my kid around it. So I just got really tough. And yeah. um, so Abel had his own room, yeah, of course, and then I had this spare room. So yeah. I just ended up um, getting housemates. Yeah. <clears throat> but what I do um, – because I started comedy when I was 32, mm. um, so that I could go off and do stuff and work mm. and do what I wanted. Um, they had they, part of the deal, right, it was 50 bucks a week, mm. but they had to babysit twice a week. Great. So I got really good, reliable people. What a creative solution. So, again, I mean, cost of living crisis, all the rest of the things, you can't magic money out of nowhere, but I love the creativity of you that. Can. And I also uh, hired out my garage to the next neighbour who was a concreter. Yeah. Um, and I would barter. Yeah. Yeah. And you buy and sell. Now what I'm going to do, I'm going to ask you right now if you'll come back on because I want to hear about part two, second marriage, the next time. Yes. If that's all right. Yeah. But let's sit with that and kind of go, you can actually come out of a really tumultuous, quite destructive relationship okay. Yes, you can. But I tell you what, if there's a red flag, you've, got to pay attention to it mate the best thing about dating at this age is that those red flags hit you between the eyes that's right on the first day absolutely right i'm going to put a couple of um things to you from the ether this is our armchair expert Mm -hmm. section um now, this one's a bit more serious, but I know that you can pivot between mm. funny and serious. Sure. Your life hasn't always been easy. No. So I saw this on Facebook. 
Now, for background, listeners will know, and you know, Bev, that you know, recently I've experienced a bit of depression. Yeah, you know, it's been it's been rough. So this one had, you know, when you read something and you just start bawling, this is it. I told my friend that I'm emotionally hitting a wall and she said, sometimes walls are there so we can lean on them and rest. Nice. I can't even begin to express how much I really needed to hear that. Oh, fuck yeah. I feel teary just reading it. Oh, my God. I feel teary. You feeling teary. You know when you go... Oh my god! I'm fucking everything up. I'm getting everything wrong. I'm just like, I've stop. hit the wall. I've hit the wall. And then, imagine if someone just that's says, it. "Yeah, because you need to rest." Yeah, oh, that's it. How and did you're that allowed. Hit you? You're allowed. You don't have to keep fucking going. Yes. This is, and this is a ridiculous thing about womanhood, isn't it? Yes. We're, there's there's this weird expectation. Yeah. It's the man's world. Yeah. And we have got to keep going. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. No matter what they do. Yeah. No matter how emotionally upset we are, yep. no matter how depressed we are, yep. that is pure bullshit. Yes. You are allowed to go into your woman cave. Yes. When I first heard that, yes. I just went, oh, yeah. Just retreat. Retreat. Yeah. Stop pretending. That's it. And you know what? You go, you go under the covers, yep. you get your iPad out, yep. and you watch whatever <laughs> you want, even if it's porn. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> For you, it's porn. For me, it's no, queer, right? no, no, I don't, I don't no, do porn. No, I'm, I'm joking. I have been doing like exactly that, having a bath. That's it. You know, if I've planned something, because I hate to cancel, like I have that yeah. cancellation anxiety. I cancelled some things. Guess what? The world didn't fucking stop exactly. spinning. And just rest, sleep. That's it. Eat well, watch some shit TV. That's listen it. Listen to some good music, be around friends, hang out with kids. That's it. Or not. You know, like if you need to be on your own. You know, there's a Gen Gen Z, Mm. they've got a name for it. What is it? It's called bed rotting. Oh. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. Look it up. I've had to ask my daughter all about it. And this is what they do, right? They just go, they get everything they need. Yeah. Right? Get into bed. Next to them. Yeah. They've got their iPhone. Yeah. They've got their big bottle of water. Yeah. They've got. Their vibrator. They've got their vibrator. <laughs> yep. They've even got their makeup. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Their hair tongs, you name it. Yep. Right? Settling in. And they've got all the pillows and cushions and the whole bit. Yeah. Their favourite jammies on yep. and bed rot. And that's it. And they just go, they doom scroll. Yeah. Have you heard of that as well? Oh, I have heard doom of that. Doom scrolling. I, he- I don't do that because that actually triggers, for me, that triggers anxiety. Yeah. I can't do it either. I don't like that, but that might be generational. But this is very generational. The only thing that I spend money on without thinking about, like I'm quite frugal and I'm yeah. quite good with money, is bed linen. Oh, God, yeah. So I make sure I've got like nice clean sheets. Oh, God, yeah. Get into a fresh bed. I just bed. discovered bamboo. Oh, Bamboo sheets. What about the T-shirt sheet? Oh. Love a T-shirt it's sheet. It's like hugging. A, oh. It's, it, yes. It's orgasmic. It is. And to get into a clean bed, I promise you, you'll feel better. You know, I, I put on Instagram and if you scroll through my Instagram, you'll see a few where I just. I- cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. I cannot help 
when I've set my bed up beautifully, yeah. it's all very clean. Oh, gorgeous. I've seen it. Oh, you have? Yes. And I take photos. Yeah. And I'm just like, there is nothing better. Yeah, do it. And I take photos of my food. And I don't care if people think I it's weird. Care. I don't care Fuck either. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Scroll I on. I made this. Yeah. I made this bed and I made this yeah. fucking food. Oh, one of my favourite things. So this, I learnt this. I put a picture of me in bed watching a show to say I loved this show. And then <laughs> someone went, ooh, thirst trap. And I'm like. What's a thirst trap? Like I had no idea. It is basically if thirst you're single. Yeah. This was like a year and a half ago or two years ago. It's putting out on Instagram a picture of yourself in bed as though I'm here alone. I'm a like, thirst no, no. Trap. I'm just here in my bloody Peter <laughs> Alexander's. I'm in my fucking water <laughs> can. I'm, like, I'm not fishing. Like I'm, oh I'm just God. watching tally. That. Oh, yeah, sure. Sure you are. Trap. <laughs> so have I been thirst trapping? Yes. <laughs> we both have and we didn't know. There are so many, so many funny, because I'm an older mum. Yeah. Um, you know, and a, a younger mum as well. Yes. I just, I'm learning so much I know. stuff. I loved it. Then, I'm have like, you heard of the everything shower? No. They get in the shower for hours. Oh, And yeah. they do everything. I mean, I've experienced that as in. I'm like yelling at my teenager, can you please get out of the and they're shower? They're having an everything shower. All right. Mm. Yeah, well, they do their legs, <laughs> they do their pits, they do their mask, they do everything. I swear, Pepper, you can have an everything bath, but you can't have an everything shower. Yeah, you're not paying yeah. the gas bill. Yeah. All right, let me put you. <laughs> so this. <laughs> Talk about a tangent. Anyway. I know. This <laughs> is a online dating profile. I don't want to out the person, so pick a woman's name for me. Belinda. Belinda. All right. So Belinda's 40. <laughs> she says in her about me section, I have 12 kids, eight daddies. My youngest is what? two days old. Oh, sorry. So if we're meeting in person, bring your wallet. These kids like KFC. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> God, I love I love that. I couldn't so love honest. it more. That's so honest. Couldn't love it I more. I mean, if it wasn't for terminations, I'd probably have to kids <laughs> run out. <laughs> So funny. Do you know what I mean? Bring your wallet. Bring your wallet. Love KFC. (laughs) That's mate. That's a lot of fucking buckets. That's a lot of of tucky ducky right there. That is a lot of gravy. Jesus. Right. But I love the humor of it. And you, I know you're not dating, but you'd be the same. I reckon it's like if someone can make me laugh. Oh God! I'm straight off going. Like I don't even really care about your photo. Like if you made me laugh, I'm like interested. Oh, my God. How cute is And I love the KFC reference because there's so much snobbery around the food. We call them Ks. You know, yeah. Like we're not doing – I'd call it Dirty Bird. You yeah, know, you're yeah, not going, yeah. I'd like a charcuterie board. No, the kids ah, like KFC. Ah, you know, you'll be – I'd like a KFC board. Thanks. You'll be running me down to the Thomastown ah, fucking RSL for schnitz ah, and tits. Ah, <laughs> how cute is that? I love that. If you were online dating – can you think like how would you if you gave yourself a sentence yeah. what would you what would you say? Uh, um, I mean, good rap. Oh, we'll 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 suck cock for champagne. You just <laughs> you just Well, no, 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 no. We'll we'll show vads for verve. <laughs> No, you know what? You can just have a title, Vag for Verve 55. Like, yes. Vag for Verve 55. <laughs> so just for As listeners, is. 
As is. As is. The yeah. first time I met Bev, and I never forget it. You see a lot of stand-up when you're doing stand-up and you forget most of it. But it was Bev singing to Macy Gray, I, I try, try to suck, suck your cock and I try to swallow cum and I chunder. I try to hide it. It's clear. My jaw's aching from here to here. I may appear to be free, but I'm just a prisoner. Oh, your cock. <laughs> <laughs> so she's not that good in coming forward. No, but you know, <laughs> I couldn't get gigs because I was just too rude. So I, I actually, um, yes, I, I took it down. I a know, few I know yeah. you did, but I've always, because I'm like that overthinker, I remember even then, you know, we, I crossed two worlds and so do you. Like when you're that kid from. My sort of background ends up in uni. You've got a foot in both worlds and I'm analysing everything and I remember watching you doing that. And sometimes the reaction from colleagues was that it was too far. Yeah, gotcha. And my view was this is so class-based. Yes. You know, this is, and there's a because lot of... Because guys were doing exactly the doing same exactly kind same of level. Thing. There was slut-shaming in that. Yeah, there was. And, there you know, was, the festival didn't weren't fond of me back then either because I was just too – I was that too too far, you too know. Too far. Too far for them. And now – Yeah. Oh, my. But also, you know, as you say, there were very prominent men – That's right. – doing exactly, exactly the same. Or worse, further. doing rape jokes. I doing know. Doing a whole range of – It anyway. was revolting. I've always loved but, you know, 40 Bev. Love me now. Yeah, great. Now, are you ready for some listener calls? I just saw another one. Yeah. P- Pussy for Prosecco. <laughs> <laughs> Balls for beer. I could just keep going. I'll tickle you for toffee. Oh, You would. Yeah, cock for chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> cock for KFC. <laughs> Kentucky Fried Cock. Oh, 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 no. Oh, Nelly, we've got a song. If you think that's not going to be the promo for this episode, you're out of your mind. <laughs> cock the I do like me vapes too, so. Oh, Bev, I'll suck away. Hi, Nelly. Just calling um, to give everyone just maybe a little bit of confidence. I separated uh, eight months ago after 24 years together. I'm 42, worried about getting back in the saddle. Um, It was actually quite easy. The men I have met have all been really great, very complimentary of my body um, and eager to please. So I just think if you can push yourself to do it, it might be a really good experience, so why not give it a go? Love the podcast and the previous one as well. Um, look forward to it every week. Good luck out there, everyone. So, Bev. Oh, isn't that fabulous? Hey, this is a middle-aged divorce woman. What's the narrative we have? You're fucking done. Life's exactly. over. That's bullshit. You're lonely. Listen to her. 42 out there. But you know what? 42 now I know. is yes. so very, very different, isn't yes. it? Yes. Like I'm 55 now yeah. and no one can tell my age. Yeah. No one yeah. It, it cares as much. The ageism <laughs> isn't there oh, so much. I'm back with sucking cock. <laughs> you don't expect that many 55. <laughs> but I can imagine if you, and I'm not trying to will this into existence, but if you were now single and you had a mm. period of getting over it and whatever, you'd be back out there. 
And I wouldn't even tidy myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't tidy myself stress. now. Yeah. It's like, this is me, this is what you get. I absolutely love. I've got love. gunt. I come with yeah. gunt. Yeah. I'm hormone, you know, I'm yeah. menopausal. I've got So you don't hairs. have to worry about getting me pregnant. I've got skin tags. Yeah. I've got all the things and I'm still Absol- hot. That's it. And I love, and please let this be a reminder to people listening, because I was talking to a guy the other night who I'm guessing he'd be mid-40s and single, and I was trying to set him up with someone because I'm always trying to do that. Yeah. And I said, you know, what kind of woman are you looking for? And he's like, oh, I don't know because I don't look like I used to. And I said no, to him, none of us do. None of us do. And men just have such a problem with it. They have be- more of a problem than we do, you know. It's I was stuck because he's a good-looking guy, you know. Yeah. He's a good-looking guy. He, I mean, I know that this shouldn't matter, but it does. He's employed, you know, he's a nice guy. He's all the things. Like, it does matter. I mean, look be, at my story. You'll be a single straight man in the wild you'll be fucking beating them off with a stick. Absolutely. And I love that she's just going, actually, I thought that they'd have a problem with my middle-aged body. They don't. They don't. They've got access. (laughs) They're happy. They don't. (laughs) Isn't it lovely? I did busting out for years, right? And um, we'd we'd get a a bloke up for this bit where we'd see how fast they could get a bra off, but it was on them. Yeah. And I was this like a... like a uh, Baltic, you know, Russian or whatever. Yeah. And I'd, get, I'd, I'd pull his shirt off and they'd be just, they'd be covering their chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were all worried about their hair. Yeah. And hair on their back or neck or whatever. Mm. Men have such a problem with mm. hair. Welcome to equality. How bizarre. Yeah, yeah I, I know. did not know. Mm. Um, and they manscape and they do yeah. this and they do this and they pluck and they yeah. have bad hair days and all the rest of it. Yeah. And they're fibbing. Yeah. If they if they say otherwise. Mm. I mean, my bloke manscapes. Mm. And I hardly even see his. And we all <laughs> That's because you're married. <laughs> we all <laughs> We all have those feelings. Like just to acknowledge for the people listening and for the caller, like it's completely natural, especially when you go back into the wild. To start to critique yourself and kind That's of go, right. oh, I'm not the same as I was. And da, 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 Stop da. looking at photos of yourself from when you were 18. We Absolutely. were all gorgeous at 18. And we, if someone says were, to you, you're fucking hot, you're good, thank you. Yeah, you take it. You don't go, oh, my boobs are saggy. You go, thank you. you. Absolutely. And look at yourself in the mirror. Don't talk them out of it. No. You know, like they are telling you their experience. That's right. Thank and you. Wouldn't you rather be with someone that, you know, thought that way? Oh, of do you, course. Do you want some kind of Tinder swindler? Yeah. No, no, You know no, what I mean? No. Yeah. Who would want that? And confidence is hot. You know, at any size, age, whatever. Right. If someone kind of knows if they're happy in their body, they've accepted. And I don't mean to get perfection. Like not everyone, it's not like you're never going to have a bad day. No. But if you're at the point where you can go, you know what, I accept myself how I am. That's right. Then you're going to be sexy. That's it. You know, and I mean, you can just do little things to make yourself feel better. I mean, you can pluck your nipple hair, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can bite mine out. <laughs> I just yank mine off. Yes, I, like, I sit in the bath and just pull it out. Yeah. <laughs> and your pubes get so wiry at this age, you can just go. You can just give yourself a little bit of a, a L- scene to just by pulling, yanking them out. Little pluck and fuck. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. Are you ready for another call? Oh, yes. 
Now, we're just going to do another listener call just for a little trigger warning. She does mention suicide um, in this call. So I just want to warn anyone who doesn't want to listen to that, I would fast forward maybe five or ten minutes. Okay. Hi, Nelly. My name's Kelly and a real Kelly. I phoned last week and I'm now revealing my name. Um, I really appreciated you discussing older women going out with younger guys. And so I opened up my filter age range on Bumble um, and last week I met a lovely guy who's 36. I turned 50 last November. Uh, We went out for sort of drink and dinner and then we found a nice quiet park bench on a Saturday night and kind of started pashing and it was so good but he was really polite and um, he said oh we better see each other another day and so we ended up catching up the next day but because I've just moved into a new place there's no shutters and blinds or curtains so I took the liberty of checking out rates at the last minute for a Novotel and uh, met him at this nice hotel room on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, I used to say we've caught up a week later and he is divine. Um, Yeah, I can see that age gap may be an issue if I'm not after anything serious and I have relationship history um, 2017 after a year of Divorce, met a guy through RSVP. We ended up being together for almost four years, which was great. But after a marriage of 17 years and then a four-year, I came out of it. And one of the first things I did um, the beginning of last year was join up an amazing program called Love Map, M-A-P, with this dating relationship coach. And I would want, really appreciate if you interviewed her. She's based in Sydney. She's originally from Romania and her name is Christina Davy. And she did a great service with this one love map group. I also did one-on-one coaching with her. And it just made me a lot more confidence, really highlighted the issues I'd had on self-sabotage and what to appreciate myself for. Um, and the you know, have the confidence to go out and date a 36-year-old is something I never thought I would do. Um, so, yeah, I'm really enjoying my journey and if it doesn't work out with him, then I'll just see how it goes. I'm being safe and making sure that looking after myself and my mental health um, and I'm really enjoying it. I can't believe I'm saying all of this um, after divorce, it, I thought it was going to be the end of my world. I did try to commit suicide. So oh, it's been a really rough journey. But um, I've come a long way and realised that, wow, I feel like a goddess now. So thanks again for your awesome program. Love you, dear Nelly. Bye. Bev Killick. Oh. Oh. Seriously. Oh. I know. Tell me. Tell me all the Isn't things. Isn't she wonderful? Oh, it's like I it's, love her. I feel elated. Oh my god! Oh, no, it's all right. My you can heart's have a in cry. my throat. I know we're oh allowed to have a cry god. on this. So doesn't I, she speak well? Oh, she speaks beautifully. Most people would not have had that long no. a message, mm. and she just was confident. Yeah, so confident. Yeah. Um, she sounds like a woman who knows herself now. Yeah. And I want to start with the elephant in the room because any mention of suicide needs to be yeah, addressed. Absolutely, I can I, I can totally get it. You have such feelings of despair. Yeah, 
um, after a divorce. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and you just, you feel really lonely and you feel like your life's never going to be okay again. You really do. Do you know but, the thing that I reckon? It's just seriously the la. it's like, the last thing on my, my mind mm. th- that I would contemplate. Mm. Um, but I can understand why you would get to that level. Mm. But I tell you, and you can, and, and this is going on my experience, mm. you never know what's around the corner mm. and life will throw you a curveball every now and then. But I tell you what, sometimes life will throw you a, a massive, beautiful mm. light, mm. you know. Mm. You just never do know. And get yourself into counselling ASAP. I did. Mm. Yep. I went to Al-Anon. Yep. And worked worked it all out. Yeah. And I, I went to this meeting thinking I was going to be able to bitch about him and say my fucking husband. Mm, fucking, mm. Yeah. And and it was all about looking at myself Correct. and why I was codependent. Yeah. So I spent seven years in therapy mm. um, learning how to unravel all that, mm. you know, uh, codependency issues and whatever. Yeah. And I really grew. Yeah. And I, I stopped attracting mm. um an addictive pers- person, mm. and being attracted to, and being attracted to the 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 naughty boy, the the bad guy. Yes, yeah. So what I hear, I mean, I hear so many things in her call, but that experience, the thing that I think I'm learning is that that breakups are cumulative. Yeah, and that heartbreak is physical. It is right? awful. It's not that you're not in your right mind. No, I listened to a podcast the other day. Actually, it was a TED talk. Um, about heartbreak and the guy was saying heartbreak, you know, it activates the same parts of your brain as grief. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're not thinking straight. You're not. Thi- so that idea of suicidal ideation, for example, that is not you in your right mind. No, it's not. It's looking for a way out. It feels like it'll but feel like that you do have to get up and face the day. Yeah. Deborah Byrne is a very close friend of mine. She's like one of my... BFFs, and she's really helped me through many, many situations. Mm. And you know, and and she's she said some brilliant things to me. And one of them was, you can't look back. Mm. You know, if you need to split up with someone, you cannot look back. Mm. You just have to keep going. Mm. And it's like Carol King. You know, you mm. got to get up yeah. every morning. Yeah. You know, you just have to. You do just mm. have to get up, even if you don't leave the house. Yeah. Get up. Yeah. Have a shower. A little improvement. Brush your teeth. Yeah. You know what I mean? And clean your kitchen. Your kitchen is yeah. It's imperative. Clean your kitchen. Yeah. And know, I think it's really important to know, and that's why I love that TED talk. Oh, this is what's happening. That's it. This actually happens to almost everyone or a lot of people. That's right. My brain is tricking me. That's My right. brain is telling me I will feel this way forever. That's it. No feeling lasts forever. It's like an Instagram photo. It's someone's absolutely miserable and glum, but mm. they're putting um, photos of their European holiday from yes. three years ago up. <laughs> yes. I mean, you, do you really think that yeah. they're th- that yeah. no one's, you know, yeah. happy 24-7? No. They're, they're just no. they're bullshitting. Yeah. And it will um, pass. One of my favourite things, so Scott Brennan, <coughs> our beautiful mutual I friend Scott. Scott Brennan, he's beautiful, he talked about being at the lowest point in his life when he came on the podcast. He was talking about a breakup and he said something so profound. He said, if you can be blindsided by that, you can also be blindsided by happiness. That's right. And I think that's what you're talking about. And that's this right. is what she is 
she's saying. That's it. She could never have imagined yeah. being her age and going, oh, there's this you yeah. know hot young guy who's really into me. She exactly. She literally couldn't see it. That's it. And here it is. And when I was in therapy at one stage, um, I did this wonderful therapy. It's called guided imagery work. Mm, mm. And you go off into a trance mm. and then the practitioner, real hippie, gorgeous woman, mm. she takes you back through uh, situations in your life that you want to deal with, mm. you know. And so you actually go back to that mm. day that that happened or whatever mm. and you speak to that person and then you say what you want to say mm. and then you let them go and all this Ooh, sort of nice. stuff. And it's amazing. And then I had this one image image that came to me and it was me standing on stage with a microphone mm. and a spotlight on me mm. and it was really clear mm. and I was only maybe 20, 28. Mm. So this before I even thought about being a stand-up mm. and, and there I was. Mm. And I could see it in my mind. It was in in my subconscious. Yeah. Ready to go. Yes. And it took me years later to go, hold on a minute. To access that. That's it. Yeah. But it was there. It was sitting yeah. there. Yeah. So it's about you just got to sort through all the, the <clears throat> um, you got to see the wood for the trees. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, it, and when you, you just got to sort through all those layers. No, it'll come. And negativity. Yes. And sort through it and, and work out why you're like that. Yes. You know, and why you're attracting this person and that person. Mm. Work out why you don't like yourself, mm. you know, mm. um, and and things will come. And then you – like I set up off the street now and I just honestly don't give a fuck what anyone thinks of <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will go out on stage and I do not care. Mm. I just don't care. you don't bother me. Yeah. I, it's like even yeah. if the, the gig goes a bit not yeah. quite right, I don't care. Yeah. And that – it sounds like – well, two things. One, I want to quote the Indigo Girls at you because this has been rolling around in my head. They have a lyric that says, darkness has a hunger that's insatiable. Yeah. Lightness has a call that's hard to hear. Yeah. Oh, wow. Right? Oh, I've yeah. got goosies now. Yeah, for yeah. Myself. When you're in that space, yeah. and it could be post-divorce, could be for another reason, yeah. it doesn't matter, the darkness, you will find it fucking everywhere. That's it. And you have to consciously, consciously say, I'm going to seek out lightness. And That's I don't it. mean God. I yeah. mean, if that works for you, great. But I mean, like you say, it could be I like a clean kitchen. That's doesn't it. doesn't matter what it is. That's it. But deliberately your brain is tricking you. That's it. Right. You hold on. Get help. That's right. There, A new day is coming. Absolutely. And it's really important when you're going through a breakup to feed yourself properly and don't yes. hit the bottle. Geez, that's hard though. I know it's hard. And you know, this is what I used to do. There was, because uh, I didn't go to the SB yep. or any Prince of Wales or any of those yeah. places because that's where he was drink, doing a yeah, lot of his drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But can you imagine? Yeah. So I ended up going, fuck it, I'm going to go and see what all this is about. So you yeah. know what I did? I went down to a Sunday comedy session at the oh, SB. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went to the Prince of Wales Dollar Pots Night. Then became right? your career. Mate, yeah. it became my hobby. Every yeah. single Monday I, I yeah. would get a feral fuck, I reckon. I was, yeah. I was, my, my hit rate was pretty good. One of the things we've talked about, it's things like there will be, like I went with gorgeous Wed Snelling who runs um, a trivia night and I went with him and, of course, he was on stage so I just lobbed on a table with this bunch of women 
And they're a bunch of single women. They go every Wednesday night. They hang out together. You can find something like that. That's Absolutely. not everyone's jam. Karaoke. Something. Yeah. You know, like the the instinct is to not. That's it. Fight that instinct. Fight it. Because it's not actually an instinct. It's there will be an illness. End. And it's like just, I mean, everyone's had a loss of some sort yeah. in their life, right? So imagine, you know, the grief that you felt when someone passed away. Yeah. Right? You thought you were never, ever going to yeah. come out of that hole. Yeah. You know? You will. And It'll you never did. pass. You did. Yeah. yeah. And it will pass. It will. It'll you pass. Will again. Like a fucking kidney stone. But you do need to lose it and you need to yeah. grieve it out. You need yeah. to really oh, grieve it out. Cry with your tub of hug and dust. Yeah. You know, like Absolutely. I'm not saying bounce back and, and neither are you. Too. Scream into a pillow. Do all the it's not about glossing over it. No. But it is also constantly telling yourself, I won't feel like this forever. No. And, and maybe not even yeah. for the rest of the day. And champagne will be on special again. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but look, to our caller, I couldn't love you more. Oh, like I think you're I an inspiration. That. I love that. And then it's, and she's booked a, a, a hotel in Novotel. Oh, is anything better than hotel sex? Absolutely. Whether you're in a couple or not, like relationship or it. not. Oh. And I mean, the amount of hotels I stay in. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I love it. But it's a really practical tip as well for dating. You know, if you don't know but someone particularly well. Yeah, and, and in a marriage. Tony and I just um, – I, I wrote a piece in um, Samuel Johnson's book. Oh, beautiful. Um, Dear Lover. Yes. And um, and I, 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 I scrapped the first one that I wrote yeah. and I just went, fuck it, I'm going to yeah. be really honest. Yeah. And I was talking about how, you know – with my marriage, it's just had a bit of a dip and I just yeah. don't like him and yeah. I don't want to have sex with him and it's yeah. I just, you know, he gives me the shits, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then I just went, you know what, I think I let's when we're in Thailand, we're going to have our own space. Mm. Maybe things will pick up there. We're just going to mm. have some nice nights out, some time for us, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, I was right. Yeah. We were in Thailand yeah. for two weeks. We had a gorgeous hotel room. We had so much fun. Yeah. Because yeah. um, uh, marijuana's legal there at the moment. Yes. So I, big, I bought a big spliff. <laughs> and it was, you know, 100 baht or something. Yeah. And we were so silly and we had so much fun. So fun. And, and just reconnecting with that. Yeah, of course. Because you're actually relaxed. Yeah. Have you seen the movie This Is 40? No. All right. That's your homework. Okay. And anyone listening, because I was doing a gig in Warrnambool. And I was in a hotel and the only DVD they had was This Is 40. And I sat by and I can't tell you how much I laughed. Really? There's a scene in that, long story short, this couple, same thing. Long-term couple, they're kind of giving each other the shits. They've got money worries. They've got kid worries. She's hanging out the ensuite smoking secretly. He's eating cupcakes secretly. They're both shitting, you know, the whole thing. And they decide to go away for a weekend. I think they take gummies. They're in a hotel by themselves without kids. And they just root and get stoned. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? Sometimes you just need to regress. You need to go that's back it. to when you were and fun. That's it. But And the other thing I wrote in my piece was <clears throat> I, I looked back at uh, when we were first together. Yeah. And then I said, but then I said to myself, it's never going to be like that again. No. Because you grow with each other. Yeah, and of you, course. You're not going to have that in yeah. love feeling. No. Forever. Things yeah. grow, they change. Yeah. And a very smart woman said to me once, through the course of a relationship, mm. 
you will feel like divorcing them. Yep. And then you will feel like marrying them all over again. Oh. You know, you, you can, you can, it switches around. Yeah, for sure. And it just depends how much that's happening. That's right. It's not about it not happening or happening. My favourite was um, on Oprah. They had a couple who'd been married for 70 years. And she said to them, like, what's the secret, you know, basically. And the wife said, we were never out of love at the same time. Oh. And I loved that because it's not this right. hallmark bullshit of like, we were in love the whole time. We're soulmates. Yeah. She's like, no, I didn't love him at some points. Yeah, that's And it. he didn't love me. Yeah. But we worked it out. And See, to I've me, all, that's more realistic. I always love my man, but there's yeah. some, I just don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> I know, oh, I get it. And he goes, you can't wait to see the back of me, can you? <laughs> and I go, I act, I act as if, no. no. Oh, man. And as it soon just, as he's out the door, because he's on tour yeah. sometimes for three weeks. Yeah. I have got my paint colours worked out. Yeah, yeah. I've got the fucking handyman yeah. over. I've, I've sold shit on You've changed the locks. I've ch- but uh, the whole place has changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've repainted, redecorated. Yeah. And that is really normal unless it's all the time. You know, for yeah. people listening, like if you're having that feeling all the time of I wish he wasn't here, I wish he wasn't yeah. here, that's not good. Yeah. But it's absolutely but normal. does make the heart grow. It really it. does. Yeah. It re- and independence. That's right. And allowing yourself to be, like allowing each other to be themselves. He was up for a jog. He's Mr Fitness at the moment. Right. A middle-aged man. 6 a.m. he got up <laughs> and it was fucking freezing. <laughs> And Windy, yeah, I can kind of hear him with his little, yeah. He's got these special shoes and yeah, like, trotting around, yeah. Albert Park Lake, the freezing cold, yeah, and then got back into bed. Wow! At twelve thirty, I was st- uh, uh, <laughs> eleven thirty, and I was still asleep. <laughs> Welcome to marriage. Said, Sorry for waking me yeah. up. <laughs> No, I think it's fair. I think it's fair. And then I told Pepper because Pepper got up at midday. Yeah. I said, you know, your dad's been for a run. Yeah. And she went, oh my fucking yeah. god, dad, that's Weirdo. bullshit. <laughs> no, good on you. Oh my health god. and well-being. Now we're going to finish up with two of my favourite segments. The first one is no shade on my ex, but you shade them. Right, so it's a stupid oh, thing. Oh, okay. A stupid thing that an ex is like. Could be trivial. Could be like they cut right. their toenails in, in bed. Doesn't yeah. matter what it is. Yeah. It could be Tony. They don't have to be an ex. Yeah. Um, and the other one is he's a 10 but You know that thing on TikTok? It's like he's a 10 but He wears pants that are like ironed with the crease oh, down the beige, front. beige flags. You know? Like, it's a beige flag. I don't know why yeah. I don't like it but I won't. Yeah, right. Yeah? So okay. stupid shit an ex is done. Stupid shit and exes done. Like a bad habit or something that just irritated you. Oh, you know what I can't. Oh, my God. Oh, here it is. It always comes eventually. And it's weird. Mm. And I don't know why it shits me so much. Yeah. When someone's eating, right, a bowl of soup or whatever, whatever, food, right, Mm. and they keep scraping (laughs) the fucking plate. There's no more food left. Yeah. Like a dog with a bowl. They're I'd rather them it. lick it. And they just scrape, yeah, yeah, scrape, yeah. scrape. The last drop. Oh, my God. That yeah. noise. Yeah. You're out. <clears throat> yeah. Or making themselves a cup of tea <laughs> and they go tink, tink, tink <laughs> when they've taken the spoon out. That's not why. That is so why stupid. Why tink, tink, tink? 
Why ting, ting, ting? What's with the ting, ting, ting? It's like that little ritual. Now, put yourself in a position. Imagine you were going on a date. Yeah. And, you know, nice guy. Mm. Everything's fine, but there's just mm. something you can't get past. Like he's a 10. He's but a 10, but he's wearing links. Are you triggered from like a teenage moment? Oh yes, yes, yeah. It's like don't just just don't even wear anything. My ten year old daughter wears links. Really? Yeah, she loves it. I reckon the smell. She loves older boys. Like there's a couple of boys oh. in our extended circle that she just idolizes. That should be banned. And they wear it, so I reckon links should be yeah, banned. It's strong. It's really bad. Yeah. But remember girls used to wear Impulse? <laughs> I used to wear Impulse. Yeah, because you were told to. Do you know what? The ads. You, you listened to Going ads. full circle, I can do one better. I would go from my town, which is rural WA, we would drive to Perth to get KFC and I thought the little hand sanitizer <gasps> sachets were perfume. Oh, <laughs> I would put them on my that wrist. That is hilarious. I dabbed them on my wrist. You know what I used to do? <laughs> That that is so cute. Um, I used to uh, have red red we used to call them by jingos in Townsville. Right, they were red, the like red an ones. icy pole, like an icy pole. Yeah, yeah. but the, there was a red coloured one. Yeah, and if you put it around your mouth, lipstick, lipstick. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah, yes. Ours were called freezers in WA. Freezers. So you do this. It was like a triangular, like a pyramid. Yeah, ice yeah, block. like a Sunny Boy. Yeah, and you. Just put that on your lips and yeah. be red for, you know, a minute. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, how good. And weren't we, didn't we have cute? Makeup. We didn't have makeup. No, and my mum didn't either. But, you know, I heard this thing and I reckon it does work because yeah. I may or may not have tried it myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Vag juice. Just use it as perfect. Just put your oh fingers Oh, my down. God. You just dab, dab, dab. Right? That. And then on the sides of your of So it's your a pheromone neck. thing. So pheromone that. Thing. Became big last year, I think it was on TikTok or somewhere. Oh, was it? Where like a dating coach was yep. going, it's like fair going <laughs> I, too far oh, for me, but it, go for it. it. Through your hair, yeah. maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we started with fingering, we ended with fingering. <laughs> Bev Killick, <laughs> you are the best. Chuck and out I the rest. <laughs> what a wonderful world. And I finger myself. What a wonderful world. <laughs> and that's Bev Killick. Thanks uh, so much. No, thank me. you so much. And I want you to come back on yes. and tell me the tiny story. Yes, okay. All right, love you, Bev. Love you too. Dear Nelly, I could use some advice, dear Nelly. Yeah, some help would be nice, dear Nelly. I'm eager to hear your point of a lot to explore, dear Nelly, when you're 40 or more, dear Nelly, so I'm hoping we can talk it through.
Hey, thanks so much for listening to Dear Nelly. Now, don't be shy. I would love to hear your questions and comments. To send me a recording or an email, go to nellythomas.com and follow the links. It's super easy and you might hear me talk about your question in a future episode. Huge thanks to producer Sam Peterson from the Producer Boy Creative Production team and to producer Faye Younger, who in addition to being an excellent human, is also a brilliant real estate buyer's advocate and can be found at youngerhill.com. Thanks to Acast and all the team. And lastly, to you. Without the listeners, I'm just a middle-aged mole talking shit to no one. Please rate, review and consider subscribing for five bucks a month for a bonus episode and to help me keep the lights on. And tell your bloody mates, would you? I'd really appreciate it. Love yous.